Should have had Gaylord Perry's son sing country music. Have who? Gaylord Perry. Who the fuck is that? He's a famous pitcher. He's famous for putting Vaseline on his balls. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. Oh, fucking Indian Outlaw. Indian God Outlaw. I had it. never heard that fucking song in my life. Yeah. It's disturbing as shit. It's from like the 90s or so. Who who was it? I think like, it was Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw? Oh. Terrible. I mean, I I have only heard that karaoke version, and holy fuck! Well, I mean, is it like horribly that. racist? Oh, or? just oh everything's my wigwam and the peace pipe and all this shit and like by Tim McGraw. Yeah, well, he's an Indian outlaw, half Cherokee and Choctaw. Uh huh. His baby, she's a Chippewa. It's it sounds familiar. It's fuck. I'm an Indian outlaw, half Cherokee and Choctaw. My baby, she's a Chippewa. She's a one of a kind. All my friends call me Bear Claw. The village chicken is my papa. He gets his orders from my mama. She makes him walk the line. You can find me in my wigwam. I'll be beating on my tom tom. Pull out the pipe and smoke you some. Hey, and pass it around. Cause I'm an Indian outlaw. Half Cherokee and Choctaw. My baby, she's a Chippewa. She's a one of a kind. We can ride my pony double, make your little heart bubble or like a glass of wine. I remember the medicine man. He caught running water in my hands, drug me around by my headband. Take that, Tim McGraw. I will fight you, you old piece of shit. Hey, when you Google Indian outlaw, like one of the top searches is Indian outlaw racist. <laughs> <laughs> It's songs that haven't aged well. <laughs> Dot com. I remember being it was kind of cringy when it came out. Like what do you? Nineteen ninety two or whatever. Uh, yeah, it was from ninety four. Hmm. Yeah, I think I kind of remember. It's probably repressed memory though. <laughs> you try your your brain tried to blot it out. Larry Flake of Billboard called it an incredible single that is positively stuffed with lyrical and musical Native American cliches from tom toms to wigwams to peace peace pipes. <laughs> The fuck? He said. went on to say that if the song became a hit, it would set relations back 200 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. The it's, tr- it's, truly truly a, it's truly a broken treaty of music. <laughs> In a review of Not a Moment Too Soon, which the album came out on, for the same publication, Indian Outlaw was again noted as cliched. The authors deemed it either one of the catchiest or one of the stupidest songs ever written. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's one, that's one to maybe avoid. 
Yeah, so like the only version I've ever heard of that song was that dude terribly like the, doing it in karaoke. The, the whitest white kid ever yeah. whiting, yeah. like yarbling. Uh, <laughs> and then his girlfriend afterward is like, oh my God, that was so great. Uh, honey. Fuck. I mean, it's not like I, I'm, I'm, you know, I croak out whatever I'm going to croak, but I, yeah. you know. But you're also not like scr- screaming like, <laughs> racist shit into a microphone <laughs> karaoke night. I try not to, you know, in, in most... Not just at karaoke, but most of the time. It's like yeah, one of those things I try to avoid. Holy fuck. Uh, Paul showed me some wild shit about a, a dude uh, that he and I know from softball team that happened apparently over the weekend. That made the police blotter. I don't know if it made any of the news, but like basically like this guy we know is like a, uh, a building manager. And uh, I guess there's some woman that had been like staying with somebody in there for a long time. She habitually goes around and like tries doors on apartments. Oh, shit. Okay. So, basically, one of the tenants of the building goes to get on the elevator, and there's suddenly, like, three pit bulls in the hallway that are all from the same apartment. Apparently, they were normally in crates in the apartment. Well, apparently, this chick gets in there and lets these three dogs out of their crate. What the fuck? Let's loose in the hallway. So, these dogs set upon this person in the elevator, knock her up a bit. Oh. And then uh, the building manager guy comes to, like, intervene. He gets gnawed up a bit, finally Uh. gets them clear and gets them out to the courtyard so they're at least out of the building. Well, then this couple walks by with their tiny dog, and these three motherfuckers start trying to eat the tiny dog. Whoa. And so the building manager is like, well, what do I, you know, he's calling the cops and stuff, I think he'd already done that at that point. But he's like, shit, I got to do something, like, grabs his pistol and goes down and fires a warning shot in the air, which you don't fire fucking warning shots no. i'm sorry that's don't do that yeah you either are shooting to kill or you're not shooting at all and especially dogs don't necessarily give a fuck about a warning shot no <laughs> uh, but then like goes to like murk the like these dogs and accidentally hits the lady they're oh, attacking in the shoulder fucking god dude <laughs> but yeah so I, I don't know what the moral of that story is but <laughs> <laughs> don't keep lock your fucking doors yeah lock your doors that's a number one. Especially if you got three like man killer <laughs> pit, pit bulls in your house. Also, probably don't keep three pit bulls in your apartment. It's probably not the best environment. Whoa. Um, yeah, don't let people that are breaking into other people's shit stay with you. Yeah. Um, and don't fire warning shots. Don't fire warning shots. Don't f- fire near anything you don't intend to hit. Like yeah. Like I'm not saying it's easy to hit moving dogs. I mean. Also, she's got a better chance, like, getting away from the dogs if you haven't shot her in the fucking arm yeah. or leg or something. Yeah, and also, you got to think about your backstop and stuff like that. I guess, you know, we were discussing, like, what would you do faced in that certain scenario? And I'm like, well, being like, oh, I'm all tough guy. I'll get my fucking deer rifle out and just murk them from my windows. Like, oh, that's not an any better solution because a higher yeah. power, you know, you can get ricochets and stuff like that. I was like, you know what? Like a vast assortment of, like, bats, axes, knives, two-by-fours, yeah. Just laying around, you know, do something like wrap a bunch of shit around your arm, shove it in dumb dumb dog's mouth and beat him with a ball peen hammer till he <laughs> fucking God goes night night or whatever, you know. <laughs> You've had more time to think about this than I have. Well, like seriously, what would you do cuz you're going to yeah. not want to watch somebody get torn apart by dogs. I would You're fir- not going to want to get torn apart by yeah. dogs. You ideally don't want to hurt the dogs, but I mean for, first I would say and then I'd run away into the night. <laughs> bear mace. Bear That's mace. There we go. You know, you can bear mace everyone. Yeah. And, and the lady will be fine. She'll be better than with a bullet holder. Bullet in her arm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, dude. 
Shit. So, yeah, that was a wild one. Uh, like, uh, yeah. Hopefully, all involved are going to be okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was Fuck. the most exciting news I've heard in a week. That is horrific, <laughs> which that's a lot of competition for that these days. But Yeah. yeah. Well, this has been our beating up dogs segment. <laughs> <laughs> How to beat up dogs. Well, beating up dogs that are actively, actively fucking trying people, to kill people up. <laughs> Once they fucked up two or three people, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, bad dog. Bad dog. deserve a beating. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. He's yep. an MS-13. Call the cops. If he, if he shits on the carpet, you know, maybe don't beat him. If he rips into two people and then tries to eat a small dog, it's probably time. And if there's three of them. Yeah. What if there's a Sarah then McLaughlin song playing in the background? <laughs> Irony. In the eyes of the <laughs> angel. <laughs> <laughs> Are you beating a dog with a ball peen hammer? <laughs> oh. Oh, fuck. We better get to this before we say any more shit. Yeah, well. <laughs> I was promised aliens. Let's just fucking do it. We didn't say aliens. You said Area 51, and we said close. <laughs> oh, proximity-wise? Son of a bitch. We'll get to it's that, but first. State. Welcome back to How the West was Fuck. How the West was fucked. Or otherwise known as How to Train Your Three Vicious Attack Dogs to yeah. Stop eating people yeah train in, them in, yeah train well, them with a it's, fucking it's, bat it's we, what, what we call uh, dynamic immediate training <laughs> it happens in the spur of the moment while they're still attempting to eat someone it's only available then you can't you can't do it prior Mar- Martha Stewart just had her uh, prized peacocks attacked by coyotes by coyotes but I think she's coming enough for vicious dogs I, yeah. she, she probably has a bunch of pit bulls too so. I, I thought it was I, I thought it was something like her pit bulls. Her pit bulls killed her cat. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because well, I don't think she, she, she has. They probably pit- killed her fucking peacocks too. Is what you're that's saying? That's right. Because yep. she has the cat litter company and no cat. Uh, <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> Pretty litter, like. No, that's why she takes craps in, in the in sandbox. Room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, how soon we forget. <laughs> Speaking of the sandbox. Okay, what do you know? About the lost Dutchman mine. I have this labeled Tony's oh, Retirement Plan. Oh, it's one of those? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is like some Oak Island shit. The yep. lost Dutchman mine it's, it's of the best, Arizona. Best version of it. I yeah. mean, I could make vast assumptions. I'm just saying, have you ever heard of it at all? No. Since you are such a weird treasure No, nerd? no, no. I have not. Okay. So, so we'll let, we'll kick it off with the comic stands and the NPR voice. Hurry, get to <clears> it. I want to know about this thing. Uh, 1884, mm-hmm. in a general store between uh-huh. Phoenix and Tucson, mm-hmm. an old man walks in. Oh. He gets flour, salted meat, coughing bullets. Sulfur flour. Coughing bullets? Coffee and bullets. <laughs> oh. His shopping list sounds almost identical to mine, <laughs> except for there would be <laughs> eggs and maybe a chunk of cheese. Yeah. The old man had a face as hard as leather, and his beard was snow white. Except for, except for the tobacco stains, though. Okay. Oh, it's yeah, fucking yeah, curly from uh, fucking uh, the city slicker. Mm-hmm. Did you see how leathery he was? It was like a saddlebag with eyes. Uh, he was Jacob Waltz, or Old Snowbeard, <laughs> or the Dutchman. Yep, because he was German. Because he was German. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, it's because, you know, Deutsch. And oh, once again, Deutsch. it's the hillbilly yeah. pronunciation, as I always say. It's like... Hey, the little Dutch man you know, yeah, turns man. into Dutchman. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like the grinder lady. That's why when you run into, like, there's all these cowboys named Dutch this and Dutch that. They're almost always of German descent. Re- okay. Yeah. So nothing out of the ordinary, but he paid in gold ore. Or Gold what? or what? It, well, gold's in Gold ore food quartz. stamps. <laughs> so what, Cinnabar? Is that what that shit's yeah. called? 
Gold ore and quartz. Gold ore and quartz? Yep. Okay. He's like a he's like a lady from Tucson, Arizona. Ooh, here's some here's some quartz crystals in a yeah, yeah. geode. <laughs> uh so the amount of gold in the rocks was some of the richest anybody had ever seen. Whoa. Nice. But the only gold mine in Arizona was at Wickenburg, like hundred miles away. That was the vulture mine. Ooh, That's north. Sounds lovely. There's a lot of, of romantic Phoenix. place names in this one. Awesome. I'm vulture here. mine, here tortilla for... mountain. <laughs> really? At yep. least one that I read, yeah. Tortilla Flats is, is well, right by the it. article there. I said was Tortilla Mountain. Oh. I don't know. I don't I didn't actually look at the map, so and it was from like fucking Tucson Weekly or something like that, so mm-hmm. they might have fucked it up. Well, I think Tortilla Flats, the whole town is contained Sounds, in one building. Well, first of all, fucking tortillas would be more of a flats type of geological yeah. feature rather than a mountain. <laughs> than a mountain. Yeah. Uh but Waltz, uh, he hunted for gold in the superstition mountains. Yep. Which is <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, exactly. Yeah, which is uh, directly east of Phoenix, basically just right by Apache Junction, which Ooh. I've been to Ooh. numerous times, twice. Ooh. <laughs> numerous times, <laughs> numerous <laughs> times, twice. But every time, or seventy-five percent. What is seventy-five percent of the time? Every time. Mm-hmm. What does that smell? Oh, that's the smell of desire, my lady. God, no, it smells like like a used diaper filled with Indian food. Oh, excuse me. You know, desire smells like that to some people. What is that? It smells like a turd covered in burnt hair. <laughs> smells like Bigfoot's dick. But where did old Snowbeard get his gold, is the question. Because he kept his mind secret all of his life. One story was, well, I'll be saying that a lot because there's a lot of stories. Yes. Uh, that he murdered some Mexicans for the gold and covered up the crime. Uh, but Jacob Waltz was a real person, though. He was born in Oberschmandorf, Germany. Oh, yes, Oberschmandorf. I'm mm. sure you're saying that right. Uh, that was in 1810, and he came to America in 39. Uh, he moved to Mississippi and became a U.S. citizen in 1848, and he shows up in the California census in 1860 in Azusa. In Azusa? Yep, Joe Azusa. <laughs> This is my mom. And if everything I say about the four-wheel drive Isuzu Trooper 2 isn't true, may she be struck by lightning. It can carry a symphony orchestra for every book in the Library of Congress. And the nice part is the Trooper 2 starts at just $10.80. You have my mom's word on it. Mom? See the affordable four-wheel drive Trooper 2 at your Isuzu dealer today. Then in 1863, he files claims in Prescott. He works them and moves to Phoenix in 1868. And he bought a farm on the Salt River, mm. which I'm sure you can grow a lot of salt there. In 1884, he made the papers. Uh, the story was that a Mexican named Pedro Ortega was killed at his house with his gun, with his shotgun. Uh, Walt said he was inside his house at the time, and Ortega was a hired hand, and he fought with another hired hand, who shot Ortega. Okay. According to Waltz. With Waltz's gun? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. sure. So Waltz said he what's, ran outside the, and saw the other What's the other hired, house, hired hand's name? Uh, Bill <laughs> Ortega? <laughs> so Walt, Tapatio. <laughs> Waltz said he ran outside and saw the other guy run off. Uh-huh. And Ortega was dead, but the gossip was that Waltz killed Ortega and bribed the sheriff to keep the story. But, I mean, this is, what, 1830-something? He wouldn't have to bribe the sheriff. He'd just be like, oh, dead Mexican? Whatever. 1884. They wouldn't give a fuck. 84. Or uh, ni- 1984. 
Big Brother killed him. Yep. 1872, Waltz filed a charge of claim jumping in Penal County. He said he had to warn a man to stay off his property. And that guy could have been Dick Holmes, who is part of the story. Big Dick Holmes. He would follow Waltz around to his uh, claim in the Superstition Mountains. So he's trying to get the gold. Oh, he's like sneaking behind him? Yep. Oh, shit. All right. Like he's like, you follow him around like, hey, Waltz, where are you going? Are you going to your gold mine? Can I see the gold mine? Can I look at the gold mine? Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Leave me alone. In February 1891, uh, Phoenix had a major flood. Uh, Waltz had two friends, uh, Julia Thomas and Reinhardt Petrash. <laughs> One more time. Reinhard- Petrash? Yep. <laughs> either, either that or Petrash. Petrash is good. DJ Petrash. Petrash, yeah, he's like a MC. I want candy, bubble gum and taffy. Skip to the sweet chop with my sweetheart Sandy. Got my penny safe, so I'm a sugar daddy. I'm a Hugh Cohen, she's my Jessica Candy. I want candy. Uh, they went to check on him. Uh, they found Waltz all wet and sitting in bed because he had been out all night trying to save his chickens. From coyotes or aliens? Or- no, from the flood. Oh, yeah. I, I missed why he was flood. all wet. I missed the flood part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he's trying to save his chickens from some dude named Bo trying to steal them all, put them yeah, on a fucking barge, float them up right. to Alaska. <laughs> well, you got to get them wet so they're used to the barge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just training your chickens, man. <laughs> Trust me, I got a money-making venture. Water training for them, you know. <laughs> Uh, Waltz couldn't stop shaking, so Reine, uh took him to town in his house to warm up. Reinhardt. Yeah. Dang old Reinhardt. Uh, Waltz told Reine about the gold he had stashed underneath his fireplace. Gold! Uh, Reine went back the next day to fetch the gold. Julia tried to nurse him back to health, but eventually Waltz gets pneumonia. In October, Waltz had trouble breathing, so Julia... had fucking pneumonia, mm-hmm. I would assume. Uh, Julia went to get a doctor, but he, uh, she wanted somebody to stay with Waltz, and Reine wasn't around. So G just grabs a passerby. <laughs> You'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that guy just happened to be Dick Holmes. Oh. Oh. Because he's just falling, always around. Always falling. God damn it. Oh, and he puts him in the room. <laughs> I, am, I am so picturing this. He's like, coming. oh. Fuck no. It's the shit where you're like coming down out of the ceiling, peeking, coming back up like some Pink Panther shit, like out from behind the tree, back behind the tree. Yeah, right. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Can I borrow you for a minute? Please stay with my friend here. He's ill. (laughs) Snowbeard's just like, son of a fucking bitch. God damn it. Trying to talk, but he's he's drowning off so fucking long. (laughs) But uh, Waltz does die that day, and that's October 25th, 1891. Because they left him alone with the other guy who smothered him with a fucking pillow. <laughs> yeah, right. Why do all these feathers in his beard? <laughs> he tried to eat one of those chickens. Why are bite holes in my pillow? <laughs> so uh, later, Julia Thomas and, and Reinie Reinhardt there said Waltz wanted to have uh, give him his gold in, in the claim there in Superstitions and gave him directions to the mine. Also, Dick Holmes claims that he did the same thing. Oh, Years before, Julia met Waltz in her shop. Some say they're more than friends, even though they're 50 years apart in age. Mm, Rub your beard on my bosoms. Age ain't nothing but a number. Thomas and Rainey were Waltz's only friends. Uh, Waltz swore his friends to secrecy about his mining location and promised to take his friends there one day. That didn't quite happen. Wait, he never took them up there? So he swore them to secrecy for something they didn't even know where it existed. It seems like when people find a bunch of gold, they get a bit paranoid about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. It's usually <laughs> kind of a... Promise you won't tell anybody where it is. I, I, I don't know where it is, man. 
Promise me. Why do I have to shoot you? Yeah, right. No, no, okay, I promise. I promise. But he, he does give him directions, so I guess. Okay. Oh, but, shit, this is the Legend of Curly's Gold. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, City Slickers 2 with the map and shit. Yep. But Julia returns from the funeral. She finds uh, the room that Waltz was staying in was ransacked, and the map and the gold had disappeared. Son of a bitch. Uh, eight months later, Julia and Reinhardt uh, decide to go find the mine, along with Reinie's brother, Herman. Herman Reinhardt. I wonder what ethnicity no. they are. Reinhardt's first the name. His last, Rash. Yeah, his last oh, name is Petrash. Oh, yeah. I thought it was the most German name ever. Herman Petrash. No, the fucking Herman Reinhardt. Reinhardt Petrash. Herman Wilhelm Reinhardt. So they search the mountains, uh, superstitions there, uh, near Weaver's Needles, or Needle. There's just one needle, sorry. But they didn't find the mine. Uh, after three or four weeks of hot weather and lack of water, they gave up. They returned uh, disappointed, and they never searched again, but they did sell maps at their store between 3 and $10. <laughs> They're all different. She's just in the back, like, with a ink pen, like, spilling coffee on them, making them, yeah, right. you know, burn the edges. edges yeah. <laughs> Julia married another prospector and moved to Morristown. I didn't know where Morristown was. I should have wrote. It's probably, it sounds like it's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I, I was going to say, isn't it? <laughs> Morris, like, like Zach Morris or Morse, like Morse code? Uh, Morris, like Jack, uh, Jack Morris. The Zach Morris. Who's Jack Morris? He's a pitcher. Oh, everybody's with, a fucking pitcher with, with Tug you. McGraw. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But she never struck it rich and she died poor in 1917. There's a Morristown, New Jersey. There's a Morristown, Tennessee. Oh. Might be a Morris ghost town. Mm. Could be. Uh, Reiny and his brother kept looking, though. Uh, they got into a fight, and Herman accused Reiny of messing up Waltz's uh, directions, which he probably did because they never did find it. Maybe he was just fucking with them and was trying to get him killed in the desert. <laughs> He's like, you can have it all. That's going to happen a lot. <laughs> take a left at the Anderson's place and a right past the Alder Thicket. <laughs> <laughs> Alder Thicket. <laughs> but they split up, and they never talked to each other again. Reiny ended his search by shooting himself with a shotgun in 1943. That will end your search. Yep. <laughs> Definite. Found, found some lead. <laughs> uh, Herman lived on the ranch in the superstitions and lived as a hermit, which he do in the Herman desert. Herman the hermit. Because he was destined to. Yeah. And then the uh, then he got a TV uh, show. Yep. Herman, inside Herman's head. Yep. Yep. Just Herman the hermit and... He has, like, a buddy who's, like, I guess an armadillo or a chimp, depending on which, you know, like, one of those DJ and the Bear kind of mm-hmm. Oh, sure, yeah. Did you ever watch Herman's Head in the, like, n- late 90s? What the fuck is that on? It was, like, Fox. I think it was on Fox yeah. late night, but yeah, it was, like, this fucking Fox. This dude that, like, inside his head, there's, like, f- like four or five different people in his head, so anytime he has, like, a social interaction, he has to, like, make a decision on what to do, and so there's, like, a, p- a fucking crazy-ass, like, party animal guy. There's, like, some, some really some really like feminist lady and then there's like another dude i it's been so long since i've seen the show but they all have to like convene and argue with each other for a while and then he like they come all right this is what is we're gonna one do of them like bobcat goldthwaite or something no one of them is like a kind of famous comedian from the from the 90s you say some of the simpsons Cook, guys right? yeah oh yeah uh hank azaria is in it right oh, oh shit i yeah. think I don't know, I didn't have fucking Fox News, you fucking TV elitist. Not Fox News, dumbass. Not Fox News, Fox Network. You can't get Fox in... Not out on the fucking ranch. What? Nope. 
You got NBC, CBS, and PBS. Yeah. Well, there's except the for Will had that satellite, satellite dish. dish. We can Made watch Simpsons in French. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's like the, satellite dish. the guy with the red hat. He's like a comedian that was in a bunch of shit. And like, I think he was in uh, maybe in uh, Mad TV or something. Yeah, vaguely. Early Mad TV. Never saw it. But yeah, Will had a wooden satellite dish mm-hmm. next to the boat. <laughs> and then, then it would suddenly go out and you'd look outside and there'd be a cow rubbing on it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And the the lady that does the voice for Lisa Simpson was in the show, too. I think Louise is so sweet. I think this woman is wearing underwear. I think there's too many people in this elevator. And I think you are all idiots. That's going to work. And and actually and actually, uh, uh, I just realized when I said her name last week, it, it's not her that that does all the paperwork for uh, Sue L. No, it's, it's not. A, it's a different lady with the same exact voice, almost. Oh, like a squeaky voice. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, Yardley Smith. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the one. Yardley. Yardley. Huh. Yardley. I, don't, I didn't make up the name. I don't, I'm just saying. I, I never knew her name. And I've seen her. I, I every time I see her in a movie, it's always like kind of in passing, or she plays a small part, and I'm always like, hey. And the ACDC soundtrack plays in the background. Of? Uh, the one Stephen King movie. Yeah. yeah. The one that he, the one where after he made that movie, he quit drinking and doing drugs. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he was fucking blasted on cocaine. Uh, maximum Overdrive. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, the only movie he ever directed. Find a filmography for Yardley. Well, we just did it. We just did it. Yeah. You know, oh uh, yeah, Legend of Billy Jean. I remember. Oh, that. Legend of Billy Jean's fucking excellent. Yeah. Uh, help us, Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. She was also three in o'clock f- high. Three O'clock High for like a second. Listen to me, which I've never seen. Silence like glass. Three O'clock High. Ginger Ale Afternoon. Dick. Fucking City Slickers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, toys. Toys. Excellent. Uh, we're back a dinosaur story. Oh, I love that movie. That's a um, uh, what's his name? The guy that did all dogs. Don Bluth. Okay, all dogs go to heaven. Uh, Jingle all the way. Yep. Ooh. Uh, just yeah. like, as good as it gets. Stop as good as it my gets. wife's cookies. Back by midnight. Uh, <laughs> the Simpsons movie. Who could have seen that? She was in the Simpsons movie. Yeah. Shocking. Whoa. Uh, Waiting for Ophelia. Miracle of Phil. Tug High School. Not Tug High School. Tug. <laughs> High Tug school. High School? She Tug. was in a porno? I was going to say, Tug <laughs> High School sounds like something you have in box. Get hand jobs. Virginia, The Chaperone, New Year's Eve, Spork. Spork? Yep, Miles, cool. and All Square. And then television. Movie based on the... Oh, she did television too? She's in fuckloads of television. Yeah. And of course, every Simpsons video game ever created that has actual voices on it. Right. I think the original NES one did not. It did not. And of course, uh, you know, does a... Uh, yeah. Cool. Never knew her name. And she looked for the lost Dutchman mind. <laughs> That's how she got her job in acting. Uh, anyway, uh, so Herman blames his brother for forgetting the directions. And he dies alone in a shack in 1953. But according to Dick Holmes, the, the follower, uh, Waltz gave That's him- like his fucking supervillain name. I'm the follower. <laughs> the follower. <laughs> uh, he said Waltz gave him the gold. He said, Here, you know, this will cover the cost to, to find the mine and 
in that uh, Waltz knew that he could find it since he was a fellow fellow miner too. That is so fucked up that this guy is the, the final dude. It's like, well, it seems like he very much orchestrated, yeah, right? Every ounce of this. It's still funny. He's just, oh my god. But uh, yeah, he would follow him to his mine until he came around a bend in the trail and found Waltz waiting for him with a rifle. Yeah. So after that, uh, Waltz or, or Holmes would just follow Waltz around town. He wouldn't. He wouldn't try to follow him. <laughs> how, how did this guy not get just beaten to death? With yeah, a right. Pool cue. You yeah. Know? Like I say, hey Waltz, where are you going? Are you going to the general store? Can I buy some? Can buy me some licorice? How's your mind doing, by the way? <laughs> Need any help? I'll help you. Yeah. Let me help you. I'd be happy to give you, you know, a hand up there if you, have, if you ever wanted, Waltz. <laughs> throws a ball peen hammer at him. Yep. I'm gonna oh. train you like I train my fucking dogs. Yeah. Instant training. <laughs> <laughs> so Holmes and a friend named Roberts watched Waltz, hoping he would get drunk enough to reveal where the mine was when he was in town. And when Waltz got sick, they watched him around the clock. Uh, <laughs> like vulture, he's like patient and perched on the like literally the headboard. Like, yeah. <laughs> you feel like give it better, Waltz? Can I get you some soup, Waltz? <laughs> it's okay. Just walk towards the light, Waltz. Where's your mind, by the way, Waltz? <laughs> uh, Holmes said that Waltz, uh, when he was dying, he said that he wanted uh, Holmes to have his mind, <laughs> even though what, he, even bullshit. though he couldn't breathe at the time. He yeah. thanked me for being his best friend forever and told me I could have his mind. <laughs> I wish you guys would have been here to see it. It, it was, was a beautiful, beautiful moment. It brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> uh, Holmes said, uh, Waltz told me he found the mine in 1877 when some uh, Mexicans led him to it. Uh, they wanted to share it, but Waltz had murdered him. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Lots of murder in this story. Yeah. Well, yeah. Coming up. Mexicans mostly. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers. Uh, Holmes also claimed that Waltz had murdered his own nephew, who helped with the mine to keep it secret. <laughs> You never met him. He went to a school upstate, but I assure you. <laughs> very, very real. In total, Waltz confessed on killing seven people to hide his mind. Oh, wow. At least he according told me to that because we were best friends. <laughs> so Holmes searched for the gold and brought his son along in 1908. So he's already been looking for it for 20 years. Damn, Holmes got laid. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, he keeps looking for it after that. Holmes also claimed he had given some of the gold to the University of Arizona School of Mines to figure out where it came from. They said it didn't come from any known mines in Arizona, meaning it was an undisco- undiscovered source. Uh, that still might be there. Did they compare it to any from, like, I don't know, other states or other mines, you know? Probably not. Like he just trucked in, you know, or he had some from, I don't know, fucking Montana or something. Yeah, totally. And, like, telling people he was getting it out of shit mountain. Right. <laughs> But definitely by the early 1900s, the story had spread uh, all over the world. So now all sorts of assholes are coming to town. Oh, man. It was Jim Bark, a local ranch owner who treasure hunters pass through to get to the superstitions. He's the guy who dubbed it the Lost Dutchman Mine. Old Snowbeard became the Dutchman because he was German. Makes sense. Yeah. So by 1895, the story hit the papers across the country. One story was an army surgeon saved an Apache chief's son's life. And for reward, he showed him the mine. That sounds like a fucking Lone Ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like horseshit. <laughs> and it was the Thunder God's secret treasure. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Never mind, the Thunder God was part of Pima lore right. tradition. And I don't. Did Apaches wear a lot of gold? Or have oh, any use for it? No. <laughs> give a level fuck about it? <laughs> we love gold. It makes the best <laughs> audio connectors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, this even goes back to like 1540 when Coronado came through and the Apache said, don't 
go to Superstition Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, why not? There's probably gold there, isn't there? Yeah. And they're like, no, we just don't want you fucking around our mountain. Right. It's like, sacred. They're fucking lying. Man. You know they've got gold. <laughs> it's full there. of gold. You don't give a fuck about gold, <laughs> no, dude. No. Like, it's stay like our, the fuck it's out like of our, our backyard. It's like only place. Can you please keep your conquistador ass out of there? You know? uh, in 1901, uh, the story was that the rich Peralta family once owned the mine. Yep. Except for. Uh, they never did. There's nobody named that in that area. Yeah, they're all in Dogtown. Like they found a, according to my shit, they found a Peralta dude that had a mine in California, and there was another Peralta that started a skateboard company in 1971 yeah, with the fucking Jose Powell. Powell. Yeah, but that uh, the uh, we should probably do one on him too. But the Dolph did one on the oh the Duke Duke of Arizona, and he was using the Peralta name because right. Yeah, well, and then they were, and then it was shown to be a forgery, too, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, Aries been wanting us to do that one forever. Uh, I don't know that one. Well, nor will you till we do it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Peralta family went to clear it out in 1848 because it would soon be United States government. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were attacked on the way back by Apache, and all were killed except for 12-year-old Don Miguel Peralta. Waltz had saved Peralta from a fight over cards somewhere in Mexico. And as a reward, Peralta gave him directions to the mine for half the gold. Mm. And then Waltz killed Peralta to keep it a secret. Like these are all, like all ba- true stories. Bonanza episodes. Dude, or absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's my reward. Like backbreaking labor. For yeah, right. <laughs> like probable death in the desert. Yeah. Uh, another story that was uh, popped up, uh, Waltz had robbed the vulture mine in Wickenburg w- while working there. That is more likely to me. And hid the gold in the superstitions and made up the story to fool the law. Except for the geologists claim that it's not from the vulture mine, right? Nope. Yeah. And records show that he never worked for the mine in Wickenburg. But then the tory- story changed that he worked as a go-between for the people who did steal it. Right. Oh. This isn't to the regional manager. Uh, newspapers got even crazier stories uh, that Waltz had what found. newspapers making crazy talking stories? <laughs> that Waltz had found the gold left by Jesuit priests. Uh-huh. And another story said if the time was right, the moon would shine through Weaver's Needle. And the moonbeam would point to oh, the line. Oh, and like the Indiana, <laughs> Indiana Jones, Jones. <laughs> staff of fucking rock shit. Uh, but you have to have the right head that you can put on the needle. Right. Wait, what's it's called Weaver's Needle? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool if you want to look it up. It, it, it's going to come in pretty soon, too. Here. Some say it was defended by a large camel with a skeleton strapped to its back. <laughs> and uh, also that a, a saguaro, a certain saguaro cactus pointed the way. And the invisible fucking swordsman will mm-hmm. come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the ghost cowboy would left the shell casings on the oh, boy scout? Black Bart? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, um, fuck. Bl- Blackjack? Yeah, blackjack black ketchup. Jumbo. Blackjack ketchup. Blackjack ketchup. Yeah. Gross. That's how I remember It's like that ketchup guy. flavored like blackjack chewing gum. Like yeah, that. It's like star anise, star anise ketchup. <laughs> just a viscous black Jägermeister. Well, it's just put Jägermeister on your fries. Sure, I why just, not? I solved it. <laughs> well, you want to cook the Jägermeister down a little oh, bit yeah, so yeah, it gets yeah, thicker, you, wanna, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just add straight fucking molasses. Yeah. Because that has a flavor. <laughs> I kind of miss that. I had a bottle of molasses I'd been eating on pancakes for a while, and it's it's so not good, but yet it's so good. It's like, I, this feels toxic, but I 
like it. I have never, bitter, but it's sweet. They used to use it as a syrup substitute a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because it's I've never sweet, actually but ate it by itself. Parked underneath a tree. It's got a distinct, yeah, right. It's got a distinct fucking flavor. Psst. Hey, are you a crazy old coot in search of treasure? Of course he is. And now that your adult children won't talk to you since you won't stop wearing that mega hat, you got plenty of time to go look for gold. But don't fret. We got a new metal detector for you. The Lost Dutchman Detector 9000 by Bronson Swagger. Not only does it find precious metals, it finds corpses. Lots and lots of corpses. Because that's all you'll find out here in the superstitions. Plenty and plenty of corpses. Guaranteed to find a body part or your money back. Also available at Infowars.com. Even in the 1930s, people are still flocking there to, to go find it out. Yeah. One of the treasure seekers was Adolf Ruth. Mm-hmm. He got a map from his son, who got it from a man in Mexico, who okay. said it came from his mother's side of the family, the Peraltas. Oh. oh. Adolf actually had two maps, and one he had was a lost mine in California. So in 1919, he goes to look for it in California, and he falls off a cliff and breaks his hip. Mm-hmm. So from on, then on, he walked with a limp and had a cane. Cool. Because he had pins in his Badass. Uh, dude, weird. Molasses contains more vitamins and minerals than any other sugar. Mm-hmm. I think because it's a lot of sugar it's, cooked down. Well, it, I think it's pretty much the shit that's burned off when you make normal, like, refined sugar. Yeah. It's like a byproduct. Yeah. But it's got... Kind of almost got you ever had like Vegemite? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like that aftertaste, okay. sort of. But I don't know. It's hard to describe. But I am now hungry for molasses. <laughs> I don't. Next time we'll just bring a jug of molasses. And gut it. <laughs> like, like fucking <laughs> like a uh, like Winnie the Pooh. You're just like. <laughs> no, I was picturing like uh, more like uh, you know find a complimentary flavored White Claw like Black Cherry White Claw. And, <laughs> Mix mix me some oh. viscous cocktails. <laughs> it's like the slowest Actually, shot in the world. Just, <laughs> just one fifty one rum like, and no. It's uh, it, well, it probably should be either. Yeah, it probably should be like rum, or it should be uh, you know if you're going straight eighteen hundred style, just whiskey and molasses, and a, on a stack of pancakes <laughs> with some salt. That'd probably it. be a good <laughs> chaser for a whiskey, huh? right? I'm sure somebody else has thought of that too. What, anyway. stack of pancakes? Yep. Sna- snack back. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Adolf falls off a cliff, mm-hmm. and he goes back to work, and his son hoped he would forget about the lost treasures. But oh, in cool. 1931, Adolf retires, and he asks his son for to, to help him find the lost Dutchman mine, even though he's walking with a cane. Mm-hmm. And if you've looked at the pictures of superstitions at all, it's not uh, very uh, like handicap accessible. Oh, they don't have any ramps or anything? They're, they're more like kind of spire things than like our mountains here. They're, mm-hmm. they're pretty fucking gnarly. And, it, and it's really only five, ten minutes out of Apache Junction, which is now part of the whole Phoenix superstructure. Superstructure, yeah. Even though it'll take you three hours just to drive across Phoenix. But. Right. Oh, yeah. This is, I mean, Superstition Mountains kind of looks like the backdrop in any fucking. It looks like a. Well, it kind of looks like Monument Valley ish. Yeah, it yeah. kind of. I mean, parts of it look like a, a backdrop to like any shitty western, which is where Monu- the, most of those oh, okay. are shot in Monument yeah. Valley. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it looks, they, it, they actually do have an old studio that. It looks like the Matterhorn. Yeah. It's still touristy, and you can still go into that. It's like it hadn't been used since the fifties or whatever, but they still have it there. Cool. 
But his uh, son Irwin refused to go because that you it is hope. crazy, and you're going to die in the desert. Yeah. Irwin, Irwin, don't go. Irwin, get your mother some gold. Irwin, 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 What? Doing this, he hoped his dad would stay home, but Adolf just finds a friend, and they leave. <laughs> And his friend was, uh, what's his fuck? Uh, Billy Crystal? No, the guy from, <laughs> that was Pukebeard's friend, or not Pukebeard, that's a different guy. Different guy. Snowbeard's friend that was following around that. Like, oh, the guy that, yeah. yeah. He's like back. Like, <laughs> hey, friend, you want to go to the mountains? Want to go find the mine? He's got a prosthetic you know, leg. this is 40 years later. Well, but. yeah. But, uh, so his uh, friend takes one look around the superstitions and hits to ride back to shit. town immediately. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, Ruth goes on, though. He stopped at the Barkley Ranch and asked for help, and they warned him not to go look for the mine alone. And Charles was nah. <laughs> uh, finally, after a month, uh, two ranch hands helped Ruth set up a camp a mile from Weaver's Needle. Every time I hear ranch hands, I just imagine dudes with, like, hands covered in ranch, like ranch dressing. <laughs> Edward ranch hands. He's like, yeah, there's fucking ranch hands over there. <laughs> 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 I can't hold anything. It's so goddamn slippery. Uh, Ruth ignored their advice that not to go out alone. So Ruth goes out alone in a desert full of shit that would kill you. Yep. All right. Including the desert and the <laughs> rocks in the desert. Yep. <laughs> oh, we have one death by rock coming up too. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, so he's rock. 62 years old with a limp and a cane in June in Arizona. <laughs> prime of his life. Hey, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Bear grills. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <sighs> Uh, so Barkley was away selling cattle at the time, and when he found out that Ruth went out alone, he rode back to his camp to check on him, but the camp was empty. Because he went out alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barkley rode back and alerted the sheriff's department of, uh, Penal and Maricopa counties there. For 45 days, they looked for Ruth. Irwin. Not in the superstitions, though, because they're all like, fuck that, we'll walk around the base. We're not going in there. What, what year was this? 31. 31, okay. So Irwin came out and rented a plane to look for him, too. Uh, December 13th, 1931, papers reported a skull was found in the superstitions. Mm-hmm. Fuck, a skull in the superstition mountains? Yep. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Uh, oh, guess who finds it? Uh, Brownie Holmes, <laughs> son of uh, Dick Holmes, Dick- the follower. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, friend, I found your friend's skull, friend. <laughs> uh, he finds the skull, and he also finds holes in the skull yep. that looks like he'd been shot. Yep, two holes, they say. Now, here's the That's thing. That's where your eyes go, dude. Well, guy's a fucking idiot. Here's another thing. I, w- I want to see pictures of said skull and said holes because there is a thing where, like, I don't know. If, I don't know. Is there cougars in the superstitions? Mm, there's too be. dry. Oh, shit. Yeah. If they, uh. They were their teeth going, like, you uh-huh. seen how, like, uh, they got those hominid skulls that, like, leopards killed and that kind of, like, makes two piercing, like, two of the teeth go in kind of your eye sockets and two go in the back of your head. Whose who's skull is this? It's, it's uh, Roos. Ruth is the last name? Yeah, it's Adolf. Like Adolf Ruth. Adolf Ruth. But uh, the one note they do, uh, the claim that uh, he wasn't shot in the head, this is what the uh, uh, coroners said. Uh, oh, shit, there's pictures of the skull. Is there? Fuck yeah. But the coroners uh, claim that a javelina chewed on him. Okay, oh. that would be, yep, tooth holes. Oh, yeah, sweet. Oh, that's a big hole. Yeah, it's yeah. a big hole in the side of his head. Well, that yeah, that would be something that'd be out there that'd be capable of that. Is, mm-hmm. I didn't even think of javelinas. Oh, the fucking wild pigs. Yeah, the little wild. Yeah, pigs. yeah. Javelina, javelina, please. 
put down your lunch for dinner. Yeah. Uh, a pig playing a fucking accordion. <laughs> anyway, a few days later, Barkley finds the body, because the head was detached, I guess. Uh, but they did... Well, uh, the con- javelinas can't... You know, they're not that big. They can't ter- carry off the whole body. No. Uh, but they could confirm it was Roos because he had a silver plate in his hip from his fall from before. Ah. So they scavenged the silver. Mm-hmm. And also because That was probably the only silver they found in that, in that mountain. <laughs> uh, on his body, they found a note to his wife. It said that the mine was within a diameter of five miles around Weaver's Needle. Oh, okay. I thought the javelinas wrote the note like, we're coming for you yeah, next, yeah. bitch. <laughs> Send more. Yeah, right. We hunger. Send more (laughs) miners. And at the bottom of the uh, note, uh, Adolf uh, Ruth wrote, Vini Vici Vici. Oh, yeah. That's a song by the Black Lips. Well, it's we came weeks on. Yeah, I know. We we kicked ass. Like Ghostbusters. Like Ghostbusters. We kicked its ass. (laughs) Sir, what you had there was what we refer to as a focused, non-terminal repeating phantasm or a class 5 full roaming vapor. Uh, But, uh, of course, the authorities said he died of natural causes, even though he has a big hole in his head. Uh, One of the stories was that the two ranch hands that let him out there shot him and took his maps in his car and picked up girls and went to Phoenix. Went, went fucking cruising. Yeah. <laughs> hey, baby, won't you have the maps? Whatever, dude. They can't they can't drive or shoot all the ranch all over their hands. Yeah. Can't hold a fucking gun. Train for that. Yeah. Do, uh, ranch drills. Yeah. So Irwin takes his father's skull to a friend uh, uh, who is a research scientist at the Smithsonian. Mm. And he said it was from a rifle. Later on, he said it was from a forty five revolver. Hmm. He was probably just the, uh, the custodian at yes. the Smithsonian. It's but. like when Alex Jones has a <laughs> has a structural steel expert. Oh on there my god, that it's episode actually is like roommate from college or whatever. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? But instead of stopping people from looking for the gold, it brought even more people. Yeah. If we go in greater numbers, they can't possibly kill us all. <laughs> but in uh, 1932, somebody actually did find gold there. It was Thomas Wiggins. He found some in the superstitions and even hired an armed guard to guard his dig, but it was a fluke and it was only just a small amount. Ah. It was like one of the gold fillings from fucking... <laughs> what's his fuck? Ruth. From Ruth. Uh, 1934, Walter Gassler moved to Apache Junction. At the time, it had four cabins, one restaurant, and a gas station. Uh, he pitched a tent next to an empty drugstore, and he made friends with Tex Barkley, the rancher out there. Uh, Gassler thought Waltz had found the Peralta mine, or the Lost Dutchman mine. He said Barkley told him that he originally found Roos' body and moved it to a more out-of-the-way location, because the last time people came out there, it stampeded all his cows, and he was pissed off at that. Oh, because people were going to the grave so much, or whatever? Well, he didn't want the search to mess up his cattle ranch. Oh, I see. All right. So Gassler goes out looking. Uh, he did find some quartz with some gold in it, and he found a spot with uh, charcoal pits and grinding stones. Uh, so he thinks this is the Peralta mine from the early 1800s. He worked for a time and ran out of time and money, and he gives up. In the 1940s, Barry Storm filed two claims in the area. Barry Storm. Sick. He also wrote two books on the Lost Dutchman mine. Uh, he was called the Hans Christian Andersen of the superstitions because... He wrote he, stories about teenage mermaids? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Basically because he was making up stories. Oh, making up bullshit. Uh, I got gotcha. yep. Uh, Why not the P.T. Barnum of the Yeah, that would work too. <laughs> but one of his books was turned into the 1949 movie Lust for Gold. Mm. <laughs> Start- I want to fuck this gold. <laughs> <laughs> that, that had Glenn Ford as the Dutchman. 
What'd you come back for? Not a murder. But uh, Ludwig Rosencrans And his buddy Billy Goldenstern. Mm-hmm. He files a couple of claims in the mountains. He did uh, find just enough to cover the cost of digging. Uh, Albert Morrow, he was the good Samaritan of the superstitions. He was one of those old weird hermits. He copied the Bibles, the Bible three times by hand. Uh, what? Uh, just for fun. New, you need a new fucking hobby, bro. Rock. Take up drinking. Uh, he claimed that he found uh, Jacob Boltz's rock with the initials JW in 1878 carved on it. He claimed uh, there was an earthquake in 1887 and that it had buried the mine. Uh, One day he sat underneath a boulder during a rainstorm and it collapsed on him. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> Much like that British guy that I saw the video of mm-hmm. while well, it that rained was, snow on him. Yes. Filming a fucking avalanche. And not getting out of its way. Lust. We got a lust for gold. Uh, this is a good one. 1959, Celeste Maria Jones and Ed Piper were hauled into court in Apache Junction. Uh, they were two separate Dutchman seekers, and they capped near each other underneath Weaver's Needle. Jones, she's a lady. Mm-hmm. She just starts taking pot shots at Piper and his men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. <laughs> Uh, Piper, not Rowdy Rowdy. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. He snuck into her camp one night and stole all her bullets, so she stopped <laughs> shooting at him. She like, cut her throat or something yeah, crazy shit. Beat her with a ball-bean hammer. Yeah. Give her some instant training. Uh, both complained to the law, and the judge ordered him to turn over the rifles so they'd stop shooting at each other. He took my bullets! But, uh, I jo- was willing to give them to him one at a time one at a time. distance. <laughs> from a distance. Uh, Jones first came to the superstitions in 1949. She was a black woman from California, and she was claim- she claimed she was related to Julia Thomas, the uh, lost Dutchman. Yeah. I also looked up Julia Thomas, too. She... In Victoria, England, a Julia Thomas was uh, killed and uh, uh, all cut up. Jack the Ripper? Jack the Ripper? Uh, no. Or, well, it was by her uh, maid. And it was Jack the Ripper? No. <laughs> Just Speaking old, of conspiracy old, theories, the old dude in the all French times maid together, costume. the lost Dutchman mine, Jack the Ripper, Jack the Ripper. Loch Ness Monster, the fucking, the fucking uh, Red Ghost of Arizona. Red Ghost of Arizona, and what was the other thing that went with Jack the Ripper? It was the fucking... Oh, uh, Spring Hill Jack? No, the, um, the, the we did an episode about it. The uh, oh. Servant Girl Annihilator. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. In Austin, Texas. In Ohomo and... Uh, yeah, right. Anyway, she chopped her up and uh, rendered her fat down and tried to give it away to, like, the cops. Oh, oh cool. I'll, hey, copper, you want some rendered fat? <laughs> oh, my dear. Thank you so much. It's a chilly evening. <laughs> it's a hot cup Just of people slugging fat. Back, <laughs> slugging back burnt fat or uh, mm. rendered fat and molasses. Oh, yeah. It's like Grandma used to give me when I had a chest cold. <laughs> So Jones, the crazy black lady who shoots at people. Uh, people I don't know, they might have been... Yelling racial slurs from their camp or something. Fuck yeah. People wondered where she got her money to look for the Dutchman. Yeah, what, what they're not telling you is they're all fucking sitting around the campfire wearing clan hoods and shit. And oh, yeah, like, right. She's dressed in 100 the yards away. <laughs> she's like, you fucks. Uh, why would you shoot at her, Miss Jones? <laughs> shit, I don't know. Like, <laughs> if it walks like a duck. Uh, people did think that she was crazy because she oh. went to a Spanish gypsy for blessings. Well, and she's also looking for the fucking lost Dutchman mine. Yeah. And she also thought Weaver's Needle was hollow and filled with little people who guarded the gold. 
Fucking awesome. So Sick. now there's leprechauns. Bring in the leprechauns. I want the gold. If you haven't seen Haas, look for leprechauns in Bonanza. That's a sweet I, episode. I, yeah. I was just thinking about that fucking like uh, St. Patrick's Day like uh, news blurb from I forget where it is, but it's like curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bringing binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun? Say yeah! yeah! This amateur sketch resembles what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. And then they're like, here's an artist's rendition of what the guy yeah. saw. And it's like a shitty cartoon <laughs> of a fucking leprechaun. It's so good. Leatherface's house of pancakes and fish and chips on the outside, but there's so much more on the inside. Would you please pass the vinegar syrup? Hey, my pocket has a tattoo! Here at Leatherface's house of pancakes and fish and chips, the fries, they may be soggy, but the slaw, the slaw's family. Johnson Swagger Company. Jones had her men drill tunnels directly into the needle, and they use ro- ropes uh, and ladders to get to the top. And if you look at the needle, it's straight up yeah. a couple hundred feet. So just defacing the... Well, I guess it wasn't a national monument yet. Yep. In 1952, a 62-year-old Ed Piper came to the superstitions to find gold, and he files a claim underneath the needle. So he and Jones argue about who owned the land uh, and the watering holes there. The answer is neither of you assholes. (laughs) So Piper started digging a well, and Jones started shooting at him. Uh, That doesn't work because he's already got like a fucking, you know, a a foxhole by the time you start shooting at him. Uh, And then when Piper goes into town for supplies, and he came back to see his cabin all busted up in ruins. So that's when he decides to start shooting back. Then. Oh, dude, this is like some spy versus spy shit. Straight up range war. Yeah. Uh, early April 1959. I guess they've been at this for about five, seven years already. Oh, my God. Uh, Piper starts shooting into Jones's camp. She hid with her men behind some dynamite boxes. <laughs> uh, one of her guys quit the next day. Yeah, like, we're, we're done here. Yeah. That's and, an OSHA violation after OSHA fucking yeah, right. violation. She got me hiding behind dynamite. Uh, so after they lose their rifles, when they go complain to the judge, uh, they shoot each, at each other with pistols. This of course. Time. I mean, that's logical. Uh, November 11th, 1959, Piper and uh, Robert Crandall were on their way to the digging site on Weaver's Needle. A man named Robert St. Marie stepped out from behind a boulder, and he said he was under orders from Jones to shoot him if they went into Weaver's Needle. But he approached Piper with his gun drawn, 
And Piper pulled his and dove for cover and shot three times and killed St. Marie. Oh, well, it's a pretty shitty hired gun. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of times they are. It's yeah. just if you're willing to do that kind of stuff, it's like, yeah, I'll get a gun in, I get paid, sweet. <laughs> uh, Piper did get off on self-defense. It's the best way to get off. It's the best way to get off. Uh, two weeks later, a friend of Jones shot and killed another man in self-defense. Jesus Christ. Somebody just build a fence around this <laughs> shit and get it over with. Like. <laughs> uh, that was the last of the killings, though, but the feud went on till 1962. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Piper basically became sick and had to move, so. All the fucking lead dust they're breathing in from the constant bullets <laughs> in the air. Uh, one of Jones' men fell off the needle and died in 1963. Uh, rumor was Jones told her men to blow up the needle, God damn it. <laughs> but they all refused and quit and uh, leaving her to wander off and die alone. Some say, Ooh. or she She's ended up in, a, in an insane asylum. Oh shit. Still out there sniping at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, will come into play. Uh, other people died there too. Uh, headless body of Franz Harry, Harrier. An Australian exchange student was found in 1960. 1961, another body was found by a hiker. Uh, Later in 1961, another body was found shot through the heart. So they're just finding bodies out there. Damn, dude. There's other ones where people have come. I don't know if you saw that where people have been out there and report getting like sniped at. One guy referred to it as like, I found a thing about it. Like a guy like wrote a book or something. It was like, yeah, I was being shot at. I had to leave because I was being shot at by Mr. X. Mr. X. Yeah. He's going to give it to you. X go deliver to you. Knock, knock. Open up the door. It's real. It's a nonstop pop out and stainless steel. Uh, 1964, there's that P.I. McGill. He's from Oklahoma City, so you know he's shitty. He heard about the story, so he teams up with an attorney from Denver. Mm-hmm. Always bring a lawyer to the desert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Legally, you cannot shoot me. Yeah. Uh, he hired a helicopter. A what? A helicopter. Mm-hmm. How much copter? Hella. Hella. <laughs> to fly over the superstitions, and he took pictures and, and home movies. And this is what, 45? 64. 64. Mm-hmm. See, the the article I read with the snipers had it listed as like 45 or 46. And I, was, I don't think helicopters were a thing no. yet. No. And uh, you definitely couldn't rent we one. Just had, we just talked about this like right? not too long ago. It wasn't until like, like 51. Yeah. yeah. That they became super viable. Yeah. There wouldn't have been like a come get your helicopter ride shit, you know. But he studies the film from the safety of Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. So he's using science this time. Science <laughs> and technology. He decides that the Peralta Sombrero Mine and Lost Dutchman Mine were the same. Mm. So he's excited about this and he calls his attorney with the news, but his attorney had died. <laughs> <laughs> so McGill has to go looking on his own. So in March 1965, McGill went out with a friend and found some charcoal beds, which he assumed that and he was part of the Peralta mine there. Then he did find some gold speckled with, uh, gold speckled quartz, not quartz, speckled with, yeah. Quartz speckled with gold. Yeah. So now he has the gold fever. So he went back so to- So he starts shooting at everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he goes back to Oklahoma City and McGill, and McGill gets in touch with Irwin Ruth and got the, the maps from him. So he must be an old man at this time. He gets six others to team up with him and help, and they even buy their supplies in Oklahoma City so they wouldn't tip off people in Arizona. Oh, mm-hmm. super. So they get there April 66. Uh, the first night out, one of the men put his sleeping bag on a nest of poisonous centipedes. 
Because it's Arizona's, because well, everything's poisonous. Yeah. Even the rabbits. <laughs> Next morning, they wake up, and it's already 90 degrees. By midday, they stopped to rest and spied a cave, which matched the description they were given. Uh, suddenly, they hear a blast and were rained down by pebbles. What? On, on by pebbles. Yeah. Okay. McGill ran down the mountain and uh, ran into Al Morrow. He was the good Samaritan that copies the Bibles. Mm-hmm. He was blowing something up. <laughs> Morrow said he didn't know that anybody else was around, but other people in the group thought he did it on purpose to scare him off. Mm. Oh, this is Mr. X. He, yeah, he, uh, I was going to say, I'm a good Samaritan. <laughs> Loading his rifle. Like, hey, you guys need any cookies or something? <laughs> sure you good? <laughs> See you later. So McGill assumes that he's on the right spot, and even had supplies brought up to the top of the mountain by helicopter. I love on these ones where they spend more fucking money than they're ever going to possibly get. Yeah, it's literally Oak Island. Yeah. Yeah, the fucking money pit. So they form a company, and uh, it's kind of big news. A Tucson radio show did a report from the mine. From the mine? Okay. Coming to you live from the Lost Buckman Mine. It's just the worst fucking sound quality of all time. Uh, They even got a guy from the Arizona Pioneers Historical Society to be the quote-unquote expert. And he claimed that they had been the closest to matching the clues using science. Mm. Mm. Not long after the radio show, McGill and company had trouble paying the bills. No shit. I I just assumed we were going to find so much gold that it wouldn't be an issue. Uh, Two of the men went to the hospital for drinking bad water. Uh, Some of the men gave up and sold their shares. But the Oklahoma Securities Commission came down on them because nobody had bothered to register to sell the stock when they sold their shares. Oh, shit. And they were breaking the law. Oh. So McGill returns in 67, but he runs out of money right away and returns to the PI business. Yeah. More but at least he didn't get shot. Following around, taking pictures of cheating husbands. Mm. Ports of people finding the mine would surface every once in a while over the years. In the 80s, a psychic said he found the mind by using his powers. <laughs> of course. He, he read the mind's mind. And and now he's a billionaire, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's why you don't hear about him ever again. <laughs> so in December 1983, Walter Gassler returned to Arizona. He asked the Arizona Attorney General, uh, Robert Corbin, and geologist slash historian Tom Colenhorn. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Tom Butt Trumpet. I was going to say, yeah, Butt Trumpet, or I'm picturing that... Famous picture of the bullfighter getting a horn up his coat. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he tells the uh, the attorney general there that he knows where Waltz hid his gold, but he's running out of time. He only had a month to find it because of the Wilderness Act of 1964. Uh, after, they give him 20 years to make claims, but after 20 years, he can't mine on yeah. on that anymore. Oh, the public. So stop raping the natural world right, in right. all its entirety, please. But I still need to drill into that <laughs> rock formation. To find the little people. <laughs> shake one of them down and they'll tell me where the gold is. Well, you have six months to complete this task. <laughs> so, but the two guys uh, wouldn't go out to help him. So uh, Gasser goes out and he's in his 80s now. Oh, it's basically like the fucking dude with the limp. Just like, do going by himself. So in May 1984, hikers find his body on the east side of the superstitions. <laughs> yes. Uh, of course, the coroner said Ga- Gassler died of a heart attack, but like all the other deaths, it was questioned. He was shot by a heart attack. <laughs> Mr. X got another person. It's one of those Havelinas with a mm-hmm. high-powered rifle again. 
A week after uh, the body was found, a man claiming to be Gasler's son, a man. Band. What's up? <laughs> Gasler's son. We're going to play some ska tonight. <laughs> this guy plays butt trumpet, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this guy claiming to be Gasler's son showed up at Colin Horn's house. He shows him some gold ore. Check this out, man. And Colin Horn, uh, or uh, actually it's Colin Borg, sorry. No. <laughs> Colin Borg? So yeah. butt robot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said it. He said it matched the gold found underneath Waltz's bed. Later, Gasler's real son showed up. And as for the copy of uh, his de- dead dad's diary. What's up? We're a band called Gasler's Real Son. Yeah, yeah. We're going to play some grindcore tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so Colin Bourne wondered who was this first guy who showed up to claim to be his son, and how did he get the ore? And did he find the Lost Dutchman mine? Who knows? I got it from Hey, Fran. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now the superstitions are protected under the Wilderness Act. So no prospecting. Fucking big government bullshit again, yeah, dude. Keeping me from destroying beautiful natural <laughs> features. So no vehicles allowed in there either. I want my little people and gold. Yeah. And you can't camp out there for more than two weeks. But at least they built a bunch of trails. <laughs> I'm thinking nature there. will keep you from camping out there for That's more than two weeks. That's what it sounds weeks. like. <laughs> Man-eating pigs and fucking centipede, <laughs> poisonous centipede uh, piles or whatever. What's this? Hey, we're poisoning centipede pile. <laughs> we playing some emo. <laughs> Interpretive jazz, man. <laughs> this is the worst worst lineup ever. <laughs> come out, come out to the superstitious music fest. Yep. Uh, uh, so, uh, but there's plenty of trails at the uh, wilderness. Uh, people built, so you can go look for yourself. Cool. At all the shit they've already looked at. Mm-hmm. Can go to the Lost Dutchman Days Festival in Patchy Junction. That's what these guys are playing at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They're playing with uh, uh, a and Ranch Hands. That's mm-hmm. my favorite <laughs> singer songwriter acoustic act. Mm, Havelina mm-hmm. Ranch sounds like an awesome potato chip flavor. Ooh, mm-hmm. actually, yeah. Like kind of a porky. That'd be pork rinds. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, it'd be Havelina Ranch Hands. So it ta- it's it's Havelina like Ranch and hand flavored. It was hand fl- flavored. It's. It's you get to lick the dust off of somebody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I've talked about that before when I was Ranch a kid. Ranch flavored pork rinds, yeah, that'd be well, fucking excellent. I think I've talked about it before, or maybe I just talked about it in passing. Where when I was a kid, we got some like knockoff like grab bag. We were like going to a rodeo or something. We got a variety pack of like some kind of chips, but there was some brand I'd never heard of. Mm-hmm. And there was little ones that looked like strips of bacon, but they were kind of like set up like a Cheeto. They were kind of a Cheeto texture. Okay. And they were bacon flavored. They were dope. It's like ex- extruded corn or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And then there was these things called digits that looked like little fucking hands <laughs> that were also kind of bacony flavored, but with like some cheese too. Digits? So, yeah, they were called digits. Uh, and I've searched the internet high and low for them. Shoshone baby hands. And like, yeah, exactly. A, yeah. <laughs> But I'm just a sucker for like <laughs> crappy snack food, as people who listen to this can. No. Oh yes. Figure out. Oh yes. But yeah, I've not been able to find a picture of digits to figure out what that company was. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was some. You know, it was probably like 1982 to 84. Yeah, it was, yeah. You know. it was. You get it from like the food depot well, or some we shit. Probably got it from dollar like, store. Uh, oh, what was it? The fucking Red Owl True Value, where you're getting your sodas with the owl on it, and it was a chain like okay. uh, back in the day i think it was they show one in 
the third third season of Fargo. Okay. So I think it was originally a Minnesota-based grocery store. We used to have a bunch of them in North Dakota, and then they dwindled, you know. But they had their own Red Owl branded shit. Oh, like shit, right. Sam's Choice. Is either that or you got to drink uh, Elf, Elf. Elf Cola. Mm. Remember Elf? That's highly toxic. <laughs> Elf or Alf? Elf. Elf. E-L-F. E-L-F. I had to buy a Coke the other day to clean my battery terminal. I should have yeah. bought Elf. That would have been much. I wish they still had. I like the, uh, the Elf had a grape flavor that was good. You know You know what I miss? is? Did you, did you guys ever get the uh, the New York Seltzer? Yeah. Oh, oh I love that good. shit. Yeah. Dude, the, the cream soda is the fucking shit. See a nice assortment of elf root beer, cola, <laughs> jerk. Find those inside of fucking whatever uh, baker's needle or whatever that's fucking. Yeah, like. well, that's what I kind of was. I literally, that's what I'm picturing being inside weaver's <laughs> needle. <laughs> oh my god, this little munchkin face. <laughs> yeah. Black cherry soda. Come to the needle. Oh, finally, you let us out. Hey, Show man. me the gold. We don't have gold. It we was, have off-brand soda. It was a sim- simpler time, though, because I'm looking at the ingredients on the shit. Carbonated water, sugar, citric acid, artificial flavor, artificial color. That, oh, oh, wait. So, uh, sodium benzoate as a preservative. Yeah. That is it. That's basically like the, the New York seltzer was like that, too. Yep. Yeah, these ones. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, you, you couldn't help but peel the labels off because oh, yeah. they were like they weren't even paper labels. They were like very thin styrofoam. Yeah, mm-hmm. and of course you go out to the lake and they'd just be floating fucking everywhere. everywhere. Yep, uh, they were great, but like yeah, the, and they they printed all the labels in like 1931, and then they're still using them. <laughs> like they never changed right? them. Yeah, yeah, I like the Munchkin Elf better than I like the. Uh, that doesn't look like an elf. That just oh, looks like it's like a, a lady wearing a Peter Pan hat. Yeah, it's like um, uh, what is it? I dream of genie, like dre- dressed it, like Peter it, Pan. It almost looks like Velma from Scooby Doo, only with blonde oh, hair, no yeah. glasses, and for some reason wearing a Robin Hood hat. Yeah, I prefer the flesh eating Munchkin. Mm. More also, than. also elf grape sounds like something you find in the like forest. Yeah, elf grapes. Yeah, like or their the, testicles. Like, <laughs> Berry that makes you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, makes you trip balls. Yeah, they're. Uh, it's like licking a toad or something. You mm-hmm. cut off the elf's nuts, you deep fry <laughs> oh, them, and then you you trip fucking balls. Literally, oh, elf my. grapes. Anyways, yeah. Even in the two thousand nine, two thousand tens, people are still going out looking for it and dying. Oh, excellent. So it's a good place to die. You, you, yeah, you'd, you'd find more <laughs> dead bodies than gold there. But. <laughs> but you could pilfer their pockets and bags and shit. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. mine the miners. Mine the miners. Yeah, as you do. Uh, we have a quick little story if you're looking for more treasure, if we're done with sure. this one. Oh, hell yeah. That's a red owl. Oh, red owl. Oh, yeah, this is like pop top, like 70s fucking... Mm-hmm. Why are they... Oh, diet root beer, that's why it looks different. That's yeah, bad. it looks like a can of soup almost. Yep. Instead of root Delicious beer. Delicious fizzy soup. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, you want to talk about the oh, yeah. Wham Paymaster robbery? The what? Wham. The band? Yep. Yep. Really? Jitterbug. 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 You put the boom boom into my heart. You sell my soul sky high when your love him starts. Jitterbug. I don't know shit about that one. No, it was, uh, actually, I think the guy's name is pronounced Wham. It's W-H-A-M, though. We'll stay home and stay. 
And May 11th, 1889, this is in Pima, about 120 miles east of Apache Junction. So U.S. Paymaster Joseph uh, Washington Wham, he leaves Fort Grant for Fort Thomas with the Army payroll, along with his clerk, uh, William Gibbon, which is a monkey. Uh, private. Yeah. Wait, is that the guy we've talked about before? No. There's another Gibbon? That's a General Gibbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was, so not that guy. That, yeah, that no, but not the... Uh, not the screaming primate in the cav hat. <laughs> so they uh, climb into an ambulance driven by Buffalo soldier Private Hamilton Lewis, and there's about 28,000 in gold and silver coins Holy locked fuck. in the lockbox. You buy a whole town for that much money back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, along went uh, nine mounted cavalry uh, Buffalo soldiers on horses, and two other privates driven uh, driving a wagon with a civilian teamster, and at the last minute they're joined by Frankie Campbell. Mm-hmm who is a black female gambler who went along because uh, as soon as the guys would get paid, she'd oh, want to yeah, gamble yeah, yeah. gamble, and get all the money. Yeah, I did read this article. Mm-hmm. So about 15 miles west of Pima in uh, the Gila River Valley, a boulder blocked the road, so the soldiers get out to move it, and somebody yelled up from the hill, watch out, you black sons of bitches, because they have to be racist and assholes. Every yep. single time. <laughs> wow. Uh, bullets rained down on the soldiers, and three mules were killed. Of course. And the soldiers took cover and got their weapons. Uh, Sergeant Benjamin Brown was shot but continued to shoot back. Uh, Private James Young grabbed him and carried him away 100 yards to safety. Yeah, like carried him away makes it sound like like picked him up like a Chucky doll or something and like <laughs> carried him. Like a child. Not, not drug him away. Like, yeah, it's like, like, okay. Yep. Come here, little one. Let's uh, get you out of the gunfight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Corporal Isaiah Mays took command and had the men retreat to a creek bed 300 yards away, so just barely out of range. Uh, despite uh, Major Wham's protest, the battle raged on for 90 minutes. What, his protest, like, stop! Stop shooting! Yep. Uh, eight of the 11 men were severely wounded. Frankie Campbell, the gambler, was thrown uh, from her house. Or from her house? From her horse. From her horse. <laughs> she was riding a, ho- a house. <laughs> <laughs> and she's hiding out. This she's old house. Not to. Or, uh, this old horse. <laughs> yeah, right. My great, great uncle. Uh, with the soldiers hidden and wounded, the outlaws came out and opened the strong box and took all the gold. Well, why not shoot them while they're opening the fucking strong box? They expended all their munitions? Well, they went and hid well, they're hiding and wounded. You can peek out from behind stuff. And- uh, the soldiers said there are 12 in total. And about 3 p.m., the soldiers made their way out of the creek bed and got up the remaining mules and horses and made their way to Fort Thomas. Uh, Frankie Campbell was ordered to tend to the wounded, but all the soldiers would survive, like she had to be told to, yeah, yeah. to be nice to people. Well, she's going to do it. Hey, you're, you're a woman. Do the motherly shit over here. Right, right. Tuck that guy's guts back in. <laughs> Uh, some of the bandits didn't bother to cover their faces, and they were recognized by the soldiers. What? So U.S. Deputy Marshal William Kidder, Meade, had uh, rounded up 11 men, and most of them from the town of Pima. So seven of the men would stand trial, including Gilbert Webb, the mayor of Pima. Jesus. What? Oh, wait. So the gang that robbed them was like <laughs> the city the council fucking the mayor? mayor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, civic fundraising, you know. <laughs> Since they built the truck loop around, we don't get as much through traffic in Pima. A lot of local <laughs> businesses are suffering. Uh, also arrested was his son, Wilford, and all the other guys worked at the ranch. So they were charged with the robbery, but not the shooting, though, because they're Buffalo soldiers. Oh, oh yeah. my fucking God. This shit again. 
It's like, well, they're not technically people, so it's not illegal. Well, it might also be like, you know, also they they're survive. not civilians, so you don't like charge Apaches for shooting at soldiers. I don't. Well, yeah, you probably would try to, but they're not people either, so you can't. Or what? The, oh my god! This yeah, is so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fucking <laughs> stupid. But I'm saying, like, if if I stop, like, tried to stop a convoy like military guys down at Fort Lewis and I shot at a bunch of them. You would be run over immediately. Yeah. Unfortunately, or, they couldn't shoot back at you because yeah. they don't usually carry ammo. Yeah, but like I would road. I would be probably if I survived, I would be taken to court and, you know, yeah. penalized. Yeah. Just saying. Anyway, penalized. Penalized. <laughs> Uh, so the trial in federal court lasted 33 days, but it involved a lot of politics and infighting. The original judge was removed. 165 witnesses were called. How many fucking people were there? <laughs> Jeez, 12. I thought like 24. It was like cr- Crash and Crush. They had like fucking stands of people like eating Whoa! hot candy and shit. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, five of the Buffalo soldiers, uh, testified and they identified three of the bandits. Another witness testified he saw some of the men hiding the loot in the haystack. So that's where you go look for really, it Really, these guys are criminal fucking masterminds. <laughs> Frankie Campbell, the gambler lady, uh, she was never called, even though she recognized, uh, the mayor as one of the bandits. <laughs> well, she's uh, also a woman, yes. so not a person. The only trials women go to... In these days, is, is uh, that of them being a witch. Yeah. Or if your son is uh, on trial for murder, and then you they, get to go. And then they call for the out, too much out house as a witness yeah, right. and the hat. And the hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were defended by the famous lawyer Marcus Aurelius Smith. Oh, wow. Oh, is he the guy that waves guns around in court? I don't know. There's a guy I that accidentally like, bucked off a shot. Anyway, he gets them all off. Fuck. Johnny Cochran. Of course. And they got to keep the money, too, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Fuck you. Uh, it was claimed that the government pressured the courts to let him go. Uh, the entire case was a hotbed of uh, religion and racism because uh, Pima is mostly a Mormon settlement. Oh, good. Gilbert Webb came from a long line of influential Mormons. He was known as a generous man, but pe- and he put the town to work, extended credit, and provided food. Uh, the other men weren't Mormons but had ties to the town, though. But the trial was kind of hushed up. And Gilbert Webb probably used the money to pay off debts for himself and the colony. A year after the robbery, he was elected to the Territorial Democratic Convention. Later, he was indicted of defrauding the Pima school system out of $160, though. Shocking. Fuck. It's, it's Fuck. ripped from the headline. I, I just, I love the fact that it's like, mm, who can I steal from? Uh, how about the most underfunded agency yeah, in the yeah. entire fucking world? But after that, he leaves Pima and then ended up in Mexico. Kind of disappears. Mm-hmm. But two of the Buffalo soldiers received Medal of Honor awards for the battle. Nice. Uh, Wait, uh, these guys got Medal of Honors, and then the other people got like just like t- like let free, let go. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> cool. But it's unknown where the loot is or was. So we gotta go find probably a got a hundred year old haystack outside mm-hmm. of Pima, Arizona. <laughs> So, yeah, go look for that under a, a haystack. What the fuck? <laughs> it, it was, was it gold or was it like cash? 
It was Both. like gold and silver coins, I guess. Okay. Wow. It's probably he probably took it to fucking Mexico. Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably paid off all the debts in town. Yeah. yeah. It was never found because it got distributed to the people that was going to break his legs if he didn't sure. pay up, you know. Oh, Jesus, dude. I just <sighs> like the politician-y, you know, ah, you know, accused of a crime, but I got off, so I move on onwards and upwards to more office and, like, yeah. you know, more... So so I can skim from other so, yeah. places. So I can stop government. ripping people off with violence and just start using <laughs> my position. Yeah, I have learned my lesson. I will not... Rob anyone at gunpoint ever again. Mm-hmm. At gunpoint. Just at, at gunpoint. Point of a pen. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Holy shit, man. Well, so that one was a little more fun today. Yeah, and, that was great. Uh, actually, you know, the John Baptiste one last time wasn't too bad. Yeah. So that means Will and I are going to oh, have to fuck. find a Frosty for the next one. Well, whatever. I'm going to keep my smile on today. This is excellent. I'm all about it. Uh, fucking two lost treasure stories. Right. You deserved it. I'm here for it, man. After, especially after the Indian uh, Asylum for Insane oh, Indians. Oh, Jesus. I think we need, you, you need to pick me up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ugh. But. Cool. So well, let me know when you want to do the one on uh, on Indian schools. Yes. <laughs> Quarter to never? <laughs> yeah, just around, like, the holidays. When it's nice and yeah. dark all the time. And yeah. Yeah, we'll save it for winter. Just, yeah, the depths of the grimmest <laughs> part. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, fuck it, a man. So no, no more, uh, no more lost treasure stories. Not right Stone? now. There's, fine. I mean, there's I'm plenty, sure there's plenty, plenty of them. Well, just not right now. Not so, right now. We fine. Can't, can't. Plenty in California too. Gotta meter this shit out. <laughs> I I just love. I fucking love the all the crazy motherfuckers that that kind of shit brings out. Because there's always like, like I said, like the. Oh, the the needle's hollow and yeah. Well, she's she's like my absolute favorite. Little people in there, yeah. She, I mean, she's got like an army of dudes just like following her insane will. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like whatever, man. You're paying me, right? right. You know. Like, I mean, she would have made more sure money if she just goblins. Like, if she just like started a cult, she yeah. would have made a lot more right. money. And the desert just attracts just insane people too. Yes, yes. absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what was that article with the, uh, yeah, we discussed that briefly, that article about, like, the Great Plains madness. Oh, Like, the yeah. sounds of the Great Plains cause, or the lack of sounds, or the con- sound, con- constant sound of the wind, wind yeah. which I know uh, <laughs> Annie of, uh, Annie's big book of facts from uh, 1911 fame, uh, yeah, like, fucking, that's the one thing she hated about North Dakota, was like, it's like the wind is just poking you over and over and over incessantly saying, hey, Hey, I'm here. I don't I'm remember. Here. I don't remember being too off put by that, but I was pretty drunk most of the time. Yeah, I was going to say was when when you're drinking Red Dog thirty do- thirty packs of Red Dog yeah. at least twice a day. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but she's like, you know, it wasn't the heat and it wasn't the dryness. It was the fucking wind that would never stop. She's like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I notice it now yeah. for the first two days when I go home. But I mean, that was just the way it is. It was just. Always at least a 10-mile-an-hour wind. Always. At least a 10-mile-an-hour wind. The way it is, the way it was, the way it shall be. But, yeah, like, something about them in the desert, same kind of thing. Like, the the noises. Ah, there's, you know, you got all the coyotes and owls and, I mean, there's some shit at night in the desert. But, you know, I've definitely been, like, out in the Badlands. Well, especially pre-super-duper oil days where, you know... You'll hear a thing, and you're not sure you even heard a thing. And you look up, and there's, like, silently, like, four mule deer, like, walking on a trail, like, 30 feet from you. Yeah. But it's, like, that quiet, where, like, one of them, like, 
dislodged a pebble or some shit, and it's fucking eerie. Yeah. Or they're just sitting there staring at you silently, and you you know that feeling of being watched. Because you are. luckily out there mm-hmm. is not generally a mountain lion, except for now it could be. But mm-hmm. at least we were in kid when we were kids, they were still good and extirpated. Mm-hmm. Damn. But now they what have, they give out licenses for what like six a year or something, something like that. Yeah. So there's one guy claimed it. I remember when I was back one year that it went into his house. That's why he had to shoot it. Oh. <laughs> Self-defense. Well, one of our renters before we sold the ranch uh, claimed they saw one, like, right back where all that scrap metal was. Oh. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. I've never seen tracks or nothing around there. Hmm. But I know they're out there. Well, like, when we was hiking out here that one time when we went up the trail to, like, a dead end where you have to kind of come back down, and there wasn't cougar prints on the trail when we went up, but there was cougar prints in our fucking boot tracks on the way down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> well, some guy this morning, I always go walking in Banner Forest, and he's like, are you guys worried about bears around here? It's like, ah, there hasn't been an attack for 10 years. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, because Carrie's always on next door, and it's like, oh, there's always a, a bear or cougar sighting somewhere right. around the neighborhood, but... Yeah, sighting doesn't equate to attacks. Although no. there was, okay, there was a, right before we went on the Gambit 500 this year, there was one about a cougar that went in, it was a baby cougar, went into a classroom somewhere and just like hid under a desk and cowered and Shit. animal control had to come. And then that same time, there was a little girl got attacked. She was playing, she was at a summer camp or Bible camp or something and playing like hide and seek in the woods with her friends and like thought she was going to surprise her friend and it was a fucking mountain lion. Oh, fuck. And mm, she got, that's a surprise. Yeah, you don't want to surprise got, one of them. She got... Mauled, she made it. She Straight up mauled by back. a cougar. Straight up got mauled <laughs> by a cougar. But so, you know. Down the buffalo, gotta find your friend. Cougar attacks is getting more and more common. I guess. As um, we encroach more into. Yeah, I guess. Uh, 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 not. I mean, it happened on Cougar Mountain, but it wasn't a cougar. Um, our friend Cindy. And, tiger. Uh, what's that? Yeah, Tiger Mountain. Our friend Cindy was like uh, just hiking on one of the Cougar Mountain you know, trails or whatever. And uh, her and her uh, husband, like, do-do-do-do, like, saw a fucking, uh, like, an adolescent black bear just chilling in the middle of the of the path. She's nice. like, oh, fuck. And, like, turned around and just, they went the other way, you know? But apparently, like, you know, people that just move here from wherever are, like, out there, oh, look, a bear, like, fe- yeah, yeah, yeah. feeding bears and shit. I'm like, you fucking moron. Well, you know, with me and Will, the, the big one where we're from is, of course... What the bison? Oh, bison! Yeah. People, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, big fluffy cow. Why well, yeah. should I think I showed you? Yeah, that the video the guy like with the, the toddler dude getting fucking mauled and the kids running away. I, it's you know, fucking it's wild. Like, when they're showing the kid like toddling, but as soon as him and dad get tossed by that buffalo, he's running like an adult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He's like straight yeah. up Jesse Owens and that bolt. shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, just remember out there, everybody, a fed bear is a dead bear. Yep. Because they will try to come get your food when they're really big, yeah, and then fucking like the parks. Whoever ranger's gonna have to come and ice that bear because, yep. you know. and don't pet the fluffy cows. Yep, nope, don't pet the fluffy cows, they do not want to be pet anyway. So, that being said, um, I think it's uh, time for us to go out and find some treasure. Mm-hmm. There we go. So, while we do, uh, before we do that, we're gonna go out in a hail of. Uh, gold nugget fire. It, I mean, it would have been appropriate with the gunfire. There was a lot of gunfire in this one. Mm-hmm. There was. 